Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hedy. I come to you live from Yorba Linda, California. Two days in a row. It's been a long time since we've done two days in a row. I know. You got to get back into this daily thing since it's called the daily devotional. Yes. Uh, <laughs> good point. Good point. Find How are us, you, my love? You can, I'm good. Oh, good. Go you ahead. can find all of our content on resurrectministry.com. That's where we have all of our past shows, both this one and Andy's Fearless Man podcast, where you could find my uh, Remnant Rising show on His Glory TV, past Christian Post articles, books we recommend. We love to hear from you. Drop us a line, say hi. Uh, and if you'd like to partner with us, you're welcome to donate on the Donate Now button. And there's Carrie News. Hi, Carrie. Love seeing Carrie join us so quickly. And commenting like y'all should as soon as you guys get on, say hi, tell us where you're watching oh, from, yeah. comment on the devotional, or if you need prayer, make sure and let us know that you need prayer that uh, is extremely important. We are reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon for January 3rd, and uh, the reference is Isaiah 49, 8, and it says, I will make you to be a covenant for the people. Hmm. Maybe you can explain that later. Sure. Charles says, Jesus Christ is himself the sum total of the covenant. And as one of its gifts, he is the possession of every believer. There's the explanation of the verse. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Christian, are you able to fathom what you have received in him? For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Consider the word God in all its infinite greatness, and then meditate on the beauty of becoming mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Remember, as God and man, all that Christ ever had or has is yours purely because of his favor. It has been freely bestowed on you and will be your inheritance forever. Our blessed Jesus, as God, is omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. Isn't it comforting to know that all of these glorious attributes, attributes are totally yours? Wow, who knew? Does, he, Charles didn't say who knew. <laughs> uh, does, does he have the power you need? His power is yours in order to support and strengthen you. Subdue your enemies and sustain you forever. Does he have the love you need? There is not a drop of love in his heart that is not yours. And you may dive into his eminence. Immense, sorry. His immense. Eminent. Amen. <laughs> you may dive into his immense ocean of love and say, this is all mine. <sighs> Does he have the justice you need? This may seem to be an unpleasant attribute. But even it is your, even it is yours, and it is this very justice that will make sure everything promised is His covenant of grace will indeed be secured for you. You also share in the Father's delight that has that was upon Him as a perfect man. He was accepted by the Most High God. Therefore, dear believer, God's acceptance of Christ is your acceptance as well. Do you not realize that the love the Father bestowed on the perfect Christ, he now bestows on you? All that Christ accomplished is yours. The perfect righteousness Jesus displayed is yours. Throughout his untarnished life, he obeyed the law, 
made it honorable, and his righteousness is now imputed to you. Through the covenant, Christ is yours. Hallelujah. My God, I am yours. What a comfort divine. What a blessing to know that the Savior is mine. The heaven's pure lamb, threefold happy I am. And my heart does a dance at the sound of his name. Amen. That was a poem by Charles Charles Wesley. Oh, so that's just so it seems so beyond right. my comprehension of being omnipotent, omnipotent. I, I, that's that I don't understand. You, you, right. You're going to have to 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 do a little bit more explaining. I know you says it. You you says it says it right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I just don't understand how that how how that's even possible. I don't understand. Good day, Kate. <laughs> Kate says good afternoon, and Cindy says hey hey hi Cindy. So and Carrie gives the people the explanation that your comments help the feed get recognized by YouTube. Yes, thank you for that. Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> so I think that that. I think all that Christ gives us, we say he loves us. Yes, his righteousness is imputed to us. Oh, okay, great. Um, that there is actually a point where we're going to reach the fullness of Christ, where all that he possesses, we possess. Personally, I don't know if this actually will happen until the millennial kingdom, until we mm -hmm. come back. But um, we can get closer. We can constantly strive to get closer. And... This goes back to just that that concept of trying to emulate Christ. And that the more we try to emulate him, the closer we draw to him, the more of that maturity and likeness we achieve. But in its perfection, in its doctrine, mm. all of that is already ours. But we just can't uh, manifest it because of our own personal weaknesses and shortcomings and what have you but it is contained within us. Hmm. It's, it's just locked away like a, it's truly deep. He doesn't lock it. We do. So I'm like driving with a dirty windshield. I was willing to accept when I heard for the first time, which is recently, which should not have been recently, but it was <clears throat> that once we accepted Jesus Christ, the Lord and savior and, and, you know, repented, and ask for forgiveness that that's now now we live in eternity our eternity begins yes before we were limited we were we were, we were we moving would, towards we, death we would die every day was closer to death right <laughs> now when i heard that i go wow that is awesome and it just kind of yeah i can accept that 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 is i can i can think and you know and and process that so that it's you know i can understand it but I don't know the, the, these these other concepts of of what I'm learning now about what you were just talking about before we went live about heaven, about um, inter you know intermediate heaven to I mean it, it begins to get way more complicated than I, I I could also accept being a disciple, but I can't imagine having these attributes that that Charles Spurgeon just laid out that that's even attainable. Lord, give me the words. Okay. No, seriously, these are so difficult to conceive. And so I'm going to do the best I can. Mm -hmm. uh, 
as people follow me on Facebook or we're friends on Facebook will know, I'm obsessed with the concept of heaven and now this book by um, Acorn, which we, we've been told to read for years. And I actually had it in my Audible collection, but still had never started it. Uh, but it's just, it is just magnified my understanding. But I'm going to start with your concept of our in our eternity starts now. Mm-hmm. So if we accept for God, there is no, he's not limited by time. There's eternity past, eternity present. It is all one continuum. Mm-hmm. And so for us, in our realities, we sh- we are the same. So people and the, the story, the example he gives is on the Mount of Transfiguration when um, Jesus goes to Gethsemane and he goes and he meets with Moses and Elijah. The uh, disciples, not yet apostles, disciples saw Moses and Elijah in bodies Mm. and they knew and they saw he was talking to them so in time present they were in the time scale they saw the heaven a piece of the heavenly realm now for us we are told throughout revelation that there is a new earth and a new heaven so our eternal heaven is actually different than the intermediate heaven so that when everybody dies they're going to a holding place That's the place Moses and Elijah came down. And so what Acorn's point is, is that why would God give that to not only them, but the martyrs? So in Revelation, it's either 16 or 19. um, John hears a conversation with the martyrs and God. So they're communicating to God saying, when will you avenge our death? So they not only know what's happening on earth, but they have bodies. They're clothed in white linen. So they have bodies and they have clothing. Mm. And the new heaven is not descended. So they are also in an intermediate heaven. So the prophets have come down and communicated with earthly bodies and these martyrs are communicating with John. So there is an ability to experience the infinite here. Because people in the past have. Hmm. So there is, so what he's describing is attainable but who is able to conquer their flesh enough to attain it? But, and then we do know people who have glimpses of it. We do hear stories of people, whether they're in foreign countries or whether they're engaged in the prophetic healing where they have visions or they see demons. That's also from the heavenly realm. There are dark forces in the heavenly realm. So wow. they are able to see that. It's the, the, the fact is that most of us are limited in our perspective because of our own sinful actions and behaviors that limit our perspective but all of those things that christ has given us we we have today because this is all just a continuum Mm -hmm. and what's fascinating to me is the thought of what the eternal the intermediate heaven may be like that they can see us um they can that they can communicate to god those that are in heaven um and what will our bodies be like because we don't um It is not believed yet that we have the incorruptible bodies until we do come back with Christ. So what does that body look like? But the thought that they are just like floaty, ghosty thingies doesn't make any sense. It doesn't match up with the examples that we have in scripture. And I'm using that as an analogy to we have his omnipotence. We have his love. We have his power. We have his authority. All the things that he has told us he's given us by virtue of his imputed righteousness to us, we have. We just don't know how to use them for the most part. 
Hmm. Oh, I encourage all of you to read this book. It is mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. And uh, it's super, super important to read the scriptures as, as best as you can and give so many, but to stop and read the scripture that he cites to because it's it gives it that much more meaning because his assertion from the beginning is some people tell me that this isn't biblical. So I'm going to give you as many biblical references as I possibly can for you to decide for yourself. He's like, you know, God forgive me if it's not, but I believe it is. And judge for yourself based on your own reading and what the Holy Spirit inspires you to believe. It's awesome. It's just extraordinary. Mind blowing is one way of putting it because you, you I, I'm speechless because I just, I can't wrap my my mind around it. But I, I can imagine that some of it is because we are, uh, you know, we have we put limitations on ourselves all the time, right? And so it's impossible to, for us to even fathom that we would have the, these abilities, these godlike abilities. That, and a little bit of fear and stubbornness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of that. I mean, look at your own example the other day at church. Mm-hmm. It was just one attempt. Okay, Lord, can I see you? And even though you couldn't see his face again, you felt his presence. Mm-hmm. It was an instant. Yep. So, I mean, he and we all know conceptually he's always present. He stands at the door knocking. Who opens the door? He will dine with them. So he's he's always knocking. He's always standing at the door. But, you know, we don't we don't invite him in. But the second we do, he's present. Yep. So all these other all these other capabilities, all these other um, magnificent qualities are present, too. Mm. You don't have because you do not ask. Kate. Okay. Uh, Twenty thirty nine. Kate, like the like, clicking the like also helps the feed. Yes, please yes. click like. Thank you very much. For sure. Only now that we are His, we watch, wait, and keep our oil fresh. Yes. Amen. It's like keeping your gunpowder dry. <laughs> As Cindy says, someone gave me the book a while ago and I haven't read it. Oh my God, Cindy! Now is the time. We are pilgrims on the earth. Now is the time. <laughs> Carrie says, yes, I had a vision just before diagnosis of cancer that gave me hope and courage. It's indescribable. Yes. See that? It's just, uh, they're almost, they're these glimpses of reality that we, that we are fortunate to get sometimes, but they, they don't have to be one-offs or occasional glimpses. Hmm. The more, um, the more we try to achieve them, the more real they should become. Uh, Kate's telling us when my firstborn son was born and died, I was not permitted to grieve. God allowed me to glimpse into eternity and see my son as a grown man. I grieved, healed and uh, healed and healed. It was God's gift to me. Oh, amen. That is so beautiful. Wow. So that's another, that's a great example because firstborn dies a baby. She sees him a grown man. So his his celestials in the intermediate heaven is a complete was a completed man. It wasn't a baby. Wow. Yeah, because I always think about if we get old and die that we want to come back a little bit younger, you know, into yeah, a, we come a, back a viable a, human being, not frail and the way Acorn describes it is we come back with bodies of a de- of an Olympic de- decathlon, a right. decathlete. So it only makes sense that if you die as a baby, that that too is 
needs to be matured a little bit. Exactly. Wow. Never thought about it. Thank you for bringing that, That's Kate. Awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Cindy says, I've had many glimpses. God is good and personal. Yes, amen. But shouldn't we be living like that all the time? It's just, it's glorious. And, and Acorn's assertion in the beginning of the book is that so many pastors and so many people don't want to talk about heaven because they imagine it to be this void, like this, this creepy place that just plays harp music all the time and you're floating around like Casper. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it sounds so boring. It's like, no, it can't. If, if that is the perspective, how are we going to encourage people to come to Christ? Mm. That that eternal perspective is just ridiculous. You know, so it is all these very physical attributes that God gives. Why would he give them if they were fake? And why do we accept everything else that he says in the Bible? We accept that it is an inerrant order of the God, but he's using all these other things only as metaphors. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And then why, how could you explain revelation? All the things that John saw were people and, and beings and creatures and martyrs. And you know what I mean? Like, why would he describe it all that way? If it was really just flashing lights and shadows that, mm. you know, went. Yeah, just, it's so funny. Cause just in my head, as I was thinking, I was imagining, you know, wearing white t-shirt, white pants, white shoes. Right. And in a, in a white, in a warehouse that's painted white with, with a white uh, floor. With that, what's that guy, Sam? What's the guy yeah. who always plays God? <laughs> it's, it's in the, the black yeah. uh, guy. Uh, Freeman. Uh, yeah, yeah, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Right. <laughs> yes. But then as you were talking and went through it, and then I went to the other thought of heaven, which is a, a glorious, like a, like a, like Eden, you know, with the with all the, right. the plants and the rivers, and that's and the, the way he describes sunshine and, and that's animals. That's the way he describes the new earth. Yes, that's such a better. And that in individual. our souls, in our spirit, we long to return to Eden, mm. and that that's God's plan that He will return us to Eden, where we walk with Him and we know all, and there is no suffering and there is no sickness. That ultimately, that is our destination. Wow, so cool. So Kate says, uh, he was the age he would have been had he lived 27. Mm. That's awesome. Wow. Heaven is recommended by Pastor Jack. Yes, that is why <laughs> I eventually picked it up. Because if it wasn't, I'd be very skeptical. It would have been hard for me to read. I would have been like, oh, is this biblical? Uh, but yeah, that gives me affirmation that it's that it's good doctrine. Very cool. Should we go through the scripture? Yes. So now when I read scripture, every time I see a reference to heaven, I pause and like, oh, what is that? <laughs> so restoration of Israel. So this is also a part. So he says he'll give us a new country, a new city. And the new city on the hill is Israel. So this is what the Lord says in Isaiah 500, 500 years before Christ. This is what the Lord says. In the time of my favor, I will answer you. And in the day of salvation, I will help you. I will keep you and will make you you to be a covenant for the people referring to Christ to restore the land and to reassign its desolate inheritances. Mm -hmm. I will restore the land. So he's talking about fake land. No, no. Why would he do that? Uh, <laughs> Colossians two, nine for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. In Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Bodily form. In us. In us. 
Ephesians 4.13, until we all reach unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Everything that is in him is in us. But we don't experience it until we reach the unity in faith and the knowledge of the Son and become mature. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really speechless for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to wrap my mind around that idea. I, I just always had this thought that we would always be just, there would be God mm-hmm. and then just kind of us hanging out. Not, in the final, in like eternal. I, I don't know. Just like always being like, I'm just Andy. I'm Andy here. I'm going to be Andy there. Right. But with all the attributes of Christ. Mm-hmm. Because our corruptibility, the corruptible must put on the incorruptible. And so we will have incorruptible bodies. We will be perfect. And what is perfection? Christ. So there'll be a version of Andy. There'll be some of your characteristics, but it has the, um, the attributes of Christ. You'll still be recognizable individually. Mm. Or so Randy Acorn says. (laughs) I just don't, I mean, why would everybody long for heaven to just become a blob? Yeah. Look all the same. Yeah, just to be floating twilights. Hmm. This is so interesting now. I'm going to have to read that book myself. You have to. Or listen to it. Yes. One of the two. I bought the Kindle too to read along with it so I can absorb it better and then stop and then. I like that. Can I read the rest of what Jim has to say here? Yes. Um, Jim Ryman, uh, the editor for Morning by Morning. He says, um, yes. That's it. That's all he says. (laughs) Yes. Christ is yours. And you have the assurance that the future of your inheritance doesn't depend upon you. Thank God. (laughs) You have an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Kept in heaven... Where? For you. Kept in heaven for you. Ah. Notice what this verse doesn't say. Kept in heaven by you. No, it's kept for you. The passage goes on to say that you yourself are shielded by God's power. With that in mind, whom should we fear? So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? And we pray along with the Apostle Peter. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope. That's First Peter 1, 3. Wow. Still just so, it's beyond. <laughs> beyond. And so the, even this line of First Peter 1, is you are shielded by God's power. So even think of that, that Mm. whatever we're doing on the earth, he says, be strong and courageous for the Lord God is with you. His power protects us and shields us too, which should make us even more courageous. Mm. Do not fear the one that could destroy the body, but fear the one that could destroy the body and soul. So what do we have to fear? Nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. Um, 
What do you think? So we were at, so sorry, let me get closer to my mic. Uh, we were at uh, Kino's having dinner. Uh, one of our favorite places, one of our fancy restaurants that we like to go called Kino's. <laughs> it's our local diner. <laughs> so awesome there's a, there's local a lot diner. of other local people that are there all the time. Yes. Um, but uh, anyway, we have a waitress that we've seen from time to time. Um, and she's um, Ethiopian, right? Yes. Okay, I want to make sure I got that right. So she's Ethiopian, and we got she got to chat. And, I, and again, we've I think she sees us praying before we eat our meal, uh, and we've talked to her a few times before. But I don't know that we really. You may have when I've not been around talked to her about our faith. No, she said she noticed your cross. Oh, is that what it was? She's hard, a little hard to understand. So, but she came to our table today and just laid out her faith, her church she goes to, and. Talk her evangelism and her witnessing to all the other staff members. Oh my! It was I was sitting there like astonished because she served us our meals and she goes, "Okay, I need to tell you about everything about my faith." Well, no, I asked. No, I asked what denomination she was and what church. Yeah, she but goes then to. then she just but went then on. Then she figured she found an interested ear. <laughs> it was fascinating. I love it was. It. I didn't know that e Ethiopians were Coptic, mm. which is a denomination. It's not Catholic. But they do have a priesthood, uh, and it's the same. It's it's not orthodox like the Syrians and the Russians. Uh, but it was just it was fascinating. Bible uh, church for her is Saturdays from five in the morning until eleven a.m. That is a long service. Yeah, and then she says she works until sometimes till one o'clock if I got this yep. right, and then goes home and reads the Bible until she falls asleep. Until she falls asleep, and she takes notes. And then wakes up four hours later, goes to church. She goes to church. <laughs> and we complain about driving to church. Uh, <laughs> and then she goes to Kino's where there's other waiters and hostesses and cooks and, uh, uh, you know, uh, what are the people that clean up? You know, those people, um, you know, the people who clean up and do the dishes. Uh, and she gives she, Bible tracts. To yeah, them. she gives them Bible tracts and. And tells them to get along and don't talk behind my back. You need to talk to me in front of my face. And says it to all of them to, about each other. Don't yeah. talk behind each other's backs. Go and tell him to his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's fascinating. It was something else. It, it really was. Yeah. I just felt like that somehow um, there was uh, you know, a calling to her to, to talk to us a little bit deeper about her faith. And yeah. I, and I don't, and I'm not sure there, there's got, I feel like there's something that my question in the beginning, which I didn't get to was, what do you think was our message from God listening to her? Uh, I, I mean, I, I just think it's just important to know the different, just how big and wide and beautiful his church is yeah. and how many different kinds of believers he has. And, uh, it's just really cool. It's just really cool to go to a local place and have so many believers there. There's this other guy, Leo, there that we prayed yeah. for. His father recently passed. And uh, the last time we went there, we went with a with an evangelist minister friend of ours that was in town. And he uh, offered to pray for the waitress who was now the third waitress, a different one. And she just started crying hysterically. She's like, thank you for your sincerity. I, you know, I could feel the sincerity in your voice. Uh, it was just, it's just really nice. Mm. It's really nice. So it's so funny that it's happening in a place like Kino's, which has a bar, like an old style bar. You imagine like uh, where it looks Sammy like a Davis Vegas Jr. Yeah, Sammy yeah. Davis Jr. and Dean Martin would go, you know, after a show. He's yes. got these big, you know, big booths 
you know, with padded and button indentations uh, where everybody goes. And it, if they would allowed smoking, there'd be smoke filled. <laughs> but there's that side. And then there's the cafe side. Yeah. We sit at the cafe side, which is the diner side, not the, the, the carousing side. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that um, we should invite her to our, um, our home church. Sure. I feel like that. Absolutely. We need to make home church little cards. I know for sure. Hey, Paul. Hi, Paul. Byers Paul. On. How are you feeling? What's going on with you? Yes. Let us know before we sign off. And um, Kate's telling us how she wrote about her experience on her website. Oh. And oh, Kate, will you give us a website address again for those that may not have seen it in the past? And then Carrie's like, can't wait till we are perfected. Oh, yes. <laughs> Scripture says God will give us a new name. Yes. Mm. Looking for the perfected version. <laughs> Look, and Kate says she's looking forward to that. Kate, without her many flaws. Amen. <laughs> Hetty is also looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, Carrie I got, says, I got a couple. Our friend is keeping her oil lamp filled. Yes. Oh my gosh. I felt so much um, love coming from her tonight. Yes. It was, and she was, her hand motions and her, I mean, she was <laughs> just so, she was like preaching to us. Yes. That's I, I don't know. There was something about it. It just was so different than somebody just talking about their faith. Paul says. Uh, doing well. Feeling blessed. No hospital missions last year. Woohoo. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really good. <laughs> Very good. So happy to hear that. Paul and I um, have been seeing um, some some people that we worked with, Paul and I worked at Anaheim Police Department together. Um, and uh, there's been a few uh, guys that have been passing lately that I've worked yeah, with. Yeah, even uh, last year. Yeah, but we've had a few, you know, it's getting closer to men that we worked, you know, years with. Oh, no. Before when people would pass from Anaheim Police Department, they were, they were like. Generation before they, you. They were, were cops that, you know, they were retiring when we signed on. <laughs> now now oh no the yeah. graduating class of andy oh none of my not a, none of our people yet i think but people that we work with that were either sergeants lieutenants even some police officers that uh yeah that that's yeah. hard but uh a couple of really good guys just recently passed too so uh, i'm sure paul has seen those those posts but um that used to make my dad very anxious he never liked thinking of his close friends dying mm -hmm. it was really upsetting for him yeah, wow. That that uh, that connection to mortality um, is very difficult for some people. Hmm. I'm so happy that I've I've built this um, uh, this stronger relationship with God. That now I, I a little more comforting. It's a lot more comforting. <laughs> and the proof again. I know I've talked about it all the time, but when I was in the hospital with COVID. And I know that it's different because before I would have been, you know, on the outside, I'd be going, hi, yeah, I, I'm okay. And then inside, I'm going, oh, no, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Um, but um, no, I mean, I, I felt so much comfort in where oh. I was. If it was time, it was time. Um, uh, and if it wasn't, I was going to come out of it a better, a better man because of my faith growing while I was there with, with God <clears throat> in my room. He was sitting there in my room. Oh, it was awesome. That's beautiful. Um, I had one other thing about. Uh... Shoot. Paul left us, right? He's not. Uh, he's not in California, right? No, he's in a, another part of our, our fantastic country. 
And he says, I still think there was something in that building. We have yep. lost so many really good guys. Oh, no. Is it like an asbestos filled? Yes. <gasps> yes. Oh, I mean, no. we had some friends of ours that we actually we work with, Missouri, um, that Missouri. we work with that uh, got cancer, that were part of like the building planning and we're in the places where they oh, tore no. uh, parts of the old building down and built new new um yeah new you know new wings and stuff like that so yeah there a lot of people thought that and there was a couple fires that were in um you, you know what a picky part is uh it's where they they take cars and they park and they you know they're all damaged cars and then people go there and take a steering wheel for that uh -huh. model vehicle or a, you know the hood Right, uh, and so it's pick the part, pick the part off the car that you want, and take it. Oh, okay. Well, in 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 scrap metal places, well, a couple, well, one of them caught on fire, and it caused it was around apartments that kind of stuff. And there was a bunch of people thought that that was another um, death trap from people that worked that fire scene. Melinda's dad died of emphysema. Uh, he did smoke for a little while, but he was a scrap metal dealer. Uh, he was in one of those plants every day for forty years. Yeah, yeah, was very unhealthy. Uh, well, where do we got? We got Carrie. Uh, Carrie says, absent for the body to be present with the Lord. Amen. Mm. And Kate says, my story is a story of redemption. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. For sure. All right. Anything else? We got caught up with Paul just a little bit. Yeah. That's awesome. Glad you're here, Paul. We miss you. Yes. Uh, anybody else that's watching that hasn't, uh, let us know that you're watching, where you're watching from, please feel free to, uh, uh post a little bit of a comment. That'd be awesome. It's 11 p.m. here, oh, 31 no. degrees. Wind chill, and he's out walking the dog. You nice. see, that's what my fear is about getting a dog. Is that you have to deal with that? Like, but, who's going to deal with that? All yeah. of our teenagers would look at us and be like, I'm not doing it. You're oh, doing no. it. Ray said, she goes, I'm, it'll get me out of the house. I'll go for walks all the time. Oh. Oh, yeah. She's, every day she's talking to me about a dog. And I'm not said a word. Really? No, but she keeps talking about getting a dog. It's so funny talking, you're looking at a, dog, a guy that's been in the dog business for almost 40 years <laughs> and I don't have a dog. People are like, what kind of dog you have? <laughs> I don't have a dog. I have kids. Kids, kids. kids are my dogs. Right. <laughs> um, I do want to ask for some prayer right now because I'm um, just, I'm dealing with some hard, some difficult discussions with my 14 uh, year old daughter. It's, it's not, it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a very difficult thing between friends and boyfriends and that kind of stuff. It's been a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. So um, it's like up and that's a roller coaster. Yeah. And I can't quite teenage, put my finger on the thing that's going to. Roller coaster. Yeah. One day their life is miserable, horrible, and they hate yeah. everything. And the next thing, you know, no, I didn't mean that. I didn't say, wait a minute. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused. So I could use a prayer and uh, God to help me um, with my words. And um, so that I don't want to push her away. That's always the thing, right? Mm -hmm. That you will say something to an extent that now they don't share and don't open up. Yes. And hide everything. Yes. Um, but you also want to make sure and be a parent. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in that time where I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm not finding the right words. I don't think. And maybe I am. Maybe I am. There I, you go. I just don't know it. It's still, it's still, there's a sense of uncertainty, but it's always, it's always good to pray about it. Yeah. Ask for discernment and wisdom. 
Yeah. Speak the truth. 14. Yeah. Tough age. 14, uh, you know, is in a girl is like 21 as a boy, I think. <laughs> Depends. For some boys, it's different. But yes, they're far, they mature far <laughs> faster. Is that, am I saying that right? Yeah. It's like I wasn't thinking and doing things that she's doing until I was 21 or, or so, 20 or 21. Oh. Like, I didn't have, I mean. I guess it depends on how you grew up. Yeah. So, like, I'm going, wow. So hard. She's dealing with some difficult things. Yeah. You know, who to, who to hang out with and, you know. So, so hard. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> I, kind of. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. Yes. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah. And Cindy's getting a puppy. Ah. What kind of puppy are you getting? And Kate is having stinking hot, stormy Stink. weather. And summer has bypassed. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, wow. <laughs> she, you love summer. I love summer. And Paul says, love listening and watching you guys. Blessed to know you guys. And as always, you and your family are in our thoughts and prayers. Thank, Thank you. you, Paul. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, Cindy was saying 14 was super hard with her daughters. All is well. Years later, so have hope. Yeah. We cling to hope. <laughs> yes, for sure. And Kate saying, seriously, the Holy Spirit gives you insight and words at the right time. I brought up four boys alone, and he always gave me the words to reach their hearts. Don't do an Eli and not address it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cindy's getting a golden retriever. Aww. That's a good choice. Lo love dogs, right? Yeah. A Velcro dog. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. All right. Want to tell them about the Edify app? Yes. Because maybe somebody on that's never heard about the Edify app. We are part of the Edify Christian <laughs> Podcast Network, edifi.app. Download the app, subscribe, like, share. Uh, it would truly be a blessing for us. Thank you so much. Oh, show. And like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Forward it to friends. That really helps us. Even just clicking the like button. Yep. Even the Facebook page if you're watching on Facebook. Or the Facebook. But uh, that is it for us on yes. this Tuesday, January 3rd night. Those of you on the podcast are probably listening to it January 4th. But yes. <laughs> okay. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. God bless. And we got to figure out what these teenagers are doing. Just they, These teenagers came and peeked in on us and laughed at us. They're laughing at you. They were obviously for sure. not laughing at me. All right, my friends. We love you. Bye. Bye.